0: It's Hi, I'm Haley. And And we we are are Wrestling Wrestling Wind Down. In our first episode, we're going to be covering WrestleMania 35. We'll talk about the matches that we love.
1: Our favorite moments. And where our predictions right? So grab your glass of wine. We're going in for the three count.
0: WrestleMania 35 last Sunday, amazing, amazing. It was very long, by hour three, four, yeah. I was like a glass of wine. Like, am I gonna get through this? A couple glasses of wine, pretty much. But (laughs) it was a great event. It was all in all, it had you know, it had some matches that people were very invested in emotionally, and then there were some other matches that they probably could have left on SmackDown or Raw.
1: Yeah, maybe made a little bit shorter. Mm -hmm. Would have. Help with the time, but overall Great. It was good. It's a good WrestleMania. So many good moments. Let's
0: talk about we're actually in agreement for our first moment. Kofi Mania.
1: (laughs) Aw yes. This
0: match was long awaited. It was long awaited and it was everything I needed in my life and more. Kofi Kingston is deserving of this title shot. Eleven years he's been in the WWE. He's gone from Jamaican to handing out pancakes. Yeah. What a change. I know,
1: right? But he can do it all great. Everything he does, he puts it all into it. This match, so good. It was everything I was hoping for.
0: Let's cover some of the background. As you know, Kofi and Daniel were set to square off at Fastlane. Everyone was excited about it because Kofi showed off at Elimination Chamber, the pay-per-view before Fastlane. So everyone knew it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus Kofi. There's no doubt about it. Vince McMahon comes on SmackDown and says that he's replacing Kofi, and he brings out the returning Kevin Owens. Everyone's like, what the hell? Everyone was so mad. I I was mad. I was mad, yeah. Yeah. Kofi was definitely deserving of this, and Big E and Xavier, I need hype women like that. Yes. Because they are in (laughs)
1: Kofi's corner like no other. They're there for him no matter what. Yes. At the end of the match, when they all jumped in, into the ring and hugged him. Beautiful. Oh, that was that's like so a Hallmark cute. moment. <laughs> it was. It really was.
0: Everyone online was worried that Big E was going to have a heel turn during this match. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the edge of my couch. I'm nervous. I'm shaking because when they come out, you know, Big E had that box and we're like, what's in it? We didn't know what he was going to do. I'm like, oh my God, please not tonight. This is Kofi's moment. Like, I was hyperventilating.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I noticed that. It kind of looked like they wanted to jump in and help him, especially when like Daniel Bryan was in the lead. Mm-hmm. But they know this was his moment, right? And they know that if they jumped in, he would have been eliminated, and they didn't want to do that to him, right? So
0: once Kofi won, the atmosphere in the arena, like it was just so loud.
1: You could when they did the audience shots, yes. and everyone was so happy, crying, jumping I up know. and down very well deserved. Yes. And then they Xavier Woods was crying
0: when he unveiled the new championship yeah. belt cuz you know your favorite belt, your the vegan belt. The vegan belt. It's gone now. It's it, gone, yeah. Yeah. So they had to bring back the actual championship belt right. and Xavier was crying and when
1: they unveiled it. Made me want it cry. Yes. Daniel Bryan, he's been through some changes in WWE. He Let's has. talk about that for a second. He used to be so great. He used to be so excited. He used to be a lot like The New Day, in a sense, like jumping up and down heights. And then something changed. He turned heel. He turned heel. That's what they say. And then in, during the match, he was like mocking the yet movement. Did you see that? Yep. Yep.
0: You know, WrestleMania is a huge stage, and Daniel Bryan's had his time to have his moment on the stage. A couple years ago in New Orleans, he had his moment where he won two championship belts in the same night. The crowd was reminiscent of that when Kofi won, and I think everyone was just so proud. You saw on the screens backstage, you know, they had the whole SmackDown and Raw rosters watching Kofi, so everyone was just pushing for Kofi to win. For him to win, it was great. His kids were in the ring. Aww. had me emotional. And then that damn box came back. That box. And we're like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, my God,
1: please. He just won. Don't do this right now. So you were live tweeting on our account at WWDCast. shit plug. <laughs> so what were you seeing about this match?
0: A certain wrestling person had tweeted this spoiler. I don't remember the exact wording, but it went kind of like... I'm grabbing the mic. I'm doing this for emphasis. This is a spoiler for the match you're watching. Don't click on it. It's a spoiler, but I know you want to see it, so click on it. And you know how Twitter is. When you get tweets, you see the picture. It was a picture of a shirt on WWE Shop, and it was of Kofi holding a championship belt. So everyone sees this, and they're like, what the hell are you doing? You just ruined the match for watching. And this guy's like, I literally told you it was a spoiler.
1: He's like, it's not my fault I tweeted this. I gave you the warning. <laughs> I hate it when people do that. That drives me crazy.
0: It's weird. I didn't know WWE does this, but after I did a little bit of research, they put the shirts of both winners on their websites. So in case someone does win, they could push it as soon as they win. And if not, they can delete
1: it. I don't know. Who would even be on WWE shop when WrestleMania is on? You're like, damn, this is a really good time to buy a shirt. Okay, but also they were plugging their website the entire time to buy shirts. They always do that. Yeah, that's true. Tell me about one of the matches that you really liked. We were talking earlier about this one. Yeah, so the match that I really liked was The Miz and Shane McMahon. Ex-BFFs turned enemies. Since this was a false Count Anywhere match, they brought this match everywhere. Oh, yes, they did. They were going over the sides. They were like, at one point, I'm pretty sure they were in, like, right by the hallway, the entrance, and everyone just turned around and looked at them. Crazy. I thought that... Their athleticism was really good. They were doing crazy moves. as always. Of the- <laughs> yes. Shane McMahon is known to jump off of everything he sees. As soon
0: as Shane came out, I was like, what is he jumping off of tonight? But the Miz did suplex him off. He did suplex him, which yes. was a... I it turned on the Miz. Yeah, it did. And yeah. then Shane ended up getting the pin on him. But mm-hmm. um, it was a good match. Great cameo from Mr. Mizanian in the ring. Yes. I was not expecting that the meme i love the meme i use that meme and people really appreciated it peyton and billy winning the women's tag team championships so the women's tag team championships new- newest titles in the wwe and these ladies were facing off against the title holders sasha banks and bailey versus nia Jax and tamina versus the returning glamazon beth phoenix and natalya This match was amazing. First of all, you get Natty coming out with Beck, and then out of nowhere, you hear the Hart Foundation music, Mm -hmm. and Bret Hart comes out, and I'm just sitting there like, this is great. (laughs) Bret Hart deserved his moment because some a-hole at the Hall of Fame speared him on stage. Can we just talk about that for a moment? Oh, my God. Yep. I was pissed. I was watching this live stream at home, and Bret's talking, and Natalia's standing right there, and... You see this man come in and into the ring, and then the the stream just cuts off. And then it comes back on, and then it cuts back off. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Why? And I'm go, I'm live tweeting, of course. Right. So you see all all these people, they're like, what the hell just happened? And then you get back on, and you see Natty and Brett are on one side of the ring, and there's a bunch of people that are just on, you know, the other side of the right. ring. I watched a video after, and... Natty actually got knocked down, too. Yes. Oh, my God. Natty was held on to Bretton. They both got knocked down. Guess who the first person was in the ring? Ronda Rousey's (laughs) husband, which I was was completely shocked by that. He got there faster than most of the other people did. Yeah, that is crazy. So some of the people that were in the ring, Heath Slater was in the ring. Drake Maverick was in the ring. Davy Boy Smith, who used to be with WWE. That is um, Davy Boy Smith, the original British Bulldog, his son. He was in there. He threw hella punches. And finally for that video, which it's so crazy how fast videos get online. But anyways, Dash Wilder was so pissed. He threw a punch on the guy and he was being held up by at least 10 other guys and he still fell.
1: Oh my God. I stand. I stand. Me too. He should have done that. He got what was coming to him.
0: He did. And I read up on that. He was arrested. He's in jail. He better stay there. He better stay there. You don't attack a legend. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Ended up winning their first titles in the WWE. Emotional moment. Very emotional. They were crying. They were so happy. And just seeing that, you know, you know that they're best friends in real life. And a fact, they were the only real tag team in the match.
1: They were. All of these
0: other teams were paired together, but most of them are single superstars. They all
1: worked as tag teams. Everything worked. No one was like the weak link in the tag teams. But they weren't an established tag team. Exactly, yeah. And... Peyton and Billy had that that upper edge on them for that. Because they've been together for so long. Yeah.
0: I hope they keep their titles for a while. They really deserve it. I
1: hope so, too. And I love their ring gear. It was so cute. Yes, Peyton had a tribute to Eddie Guerrero. Loved it. While we're on the topic of a good match, let's talk about Triple H and Batista. Oh, we know you love that. I loved it. I loved everything leading up to this match where he was like, give me what I want. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. But the match itself, I expected Triple H to win just because I think he'll be around longer than Batista in WWE because Batista has his own stuff going on.
0: Batista is a legend, a Hollywood legend. He is don't Hollywood mess with, legend. Don't mess with Fashion Dave.
1: Can we talk about where all these like tools came from? Like under the ring, under the ring. Yes, he took his nose ring out. That was vicious. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think of the match? You know, it's I, not in your top
0: five, right? It's not in my top five, and I'll tell you why. This match was it was good i love the two superstars individually and you know they put on a very good show together but i felt like after a while it was just kind of like okay can this be over already the one thing
1: that i thought was really impressive is batista hasn't been in the ring for like five years right and triple h hasn't consistently been in the ring for probably about The same time.
0: Well, you know, he competed at Crown Jewel, he tagged with Shawn Michaels, and they faced off against Kane and Undertaker. But other than that, he hasn't been a real full time superstar in a really long time. So,
1: them coming back and being so strong, their match was good. I will give them
0: that. Their match was good, but I had seen someone online that had kind of summarized how I felt about the match. You either really liked it or you really didn't. And there were a lot of matches on the card that I felt were like that. I felt like Randy Orton and AJ Styles was like that, too. This one was a little bit faster than theirs, Mm -hmm. but Randy and AJ, theirs was very slow. Mine, you, have the people in the arena couldn't see it because the light was shining on them. That's another story. (laughs) Wait,
1: let's get back to that. What do you mean?
0: (laughs) So people in the arena were tweeting pictures all night during that match. Yeah. The light that they had on top of the structure of the ring was shining in their face, so they couldn't see what was going on in the ring. Randy Orton had actually posted something on Instagram after saying, sorry that you missed such a good match. Like, it was so great. The light was shining in your eyes the whole time. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. And you know, people spend a lot of money on these WrestleMania tickets. So to be sitting there, mind you, they fixed it, but to be sitting there Maybe it was your favorite match that you wanted to watch. And there's a light shining in your face the whole time. I would be pissed. I would, too. But going back to what I was saying, both of those matches were like you either really liked it or you really didn't. Batista and Triple H had a lot of good spots in there. But honestly... I wouldn't have wanted to see Batista go out any other way. He had mentioned the reason why he came back to WWE because, was because he wanted to retire. Yeah. And he wanted his last match to be against Triple H, mm-hmm. and that's what he got. Now that he's done. He he's done. I'm really I sad. Know. He's got so many. People are going to laugh, but Dave Batista is one of the most well-dressed men I have ever seen in the WWE. That's true. He is. If you go back and look at his looks from, like, 2006 to, like, when he stopped in the ring, Fashion Dave is back Fashion at it again. Dave. I swear.
1: Get it, boy? But also the thing that I really liked about this match is Ric Flair got his revenge.
0: I want to go back to the pre-show. Okay. A lot of people don't watch the pre-show, and, you know, I'll never know why. There's always some gems. So this WrestleMania, we had a women's battle royal, which I'm rolling my eyes right now. The women deserve better. They should not been on the the uh, pre show, which you know last year they were on the pre show. Naomi won the battle royal last year, and a lot of people have brought the point like, what did that bring for her? Like, there was no actual prize this year. Carmella won, and of course. You know Corey Graves was so happy.
1: I'm sure he was in the middle
0: of the broadcast. He's like, and Carmella won that, and I'm like,
1: okay. <laughs> You're like, all right, I'm gonna mind my, my own business over here. Well, you know,
0: I'm glad she won that because you know she's kind of been in our truth shadow for a couple months now, and it's kind of starting to get on my nerves because i've seen how capable she is in the ring and i just really want her to wrestle
1: more because the thing that she's doing more than wrestling right now is Is her seven second dance parties which are longer than seven seconds just saying (laughs) i don't know who's timing those
0: so we had that match we had the andre the giant battle royal braun Strowman won that one we had the snl stars in that anyway um i don't have a comment on that And then we had the 205 Live match. That was a really good match. Don't sleep on 205 Live. I hear everyone say that, but then they sleep on 205 Live. They know how to move, okay? They do. They are quick. They're agile. They get the job done. And we had a title change there. We had Tony Nese pick up the the Cruiserweight Championship in that match against Buddy Murphy.
1: Yeah. I feel like 205 Live is really picking up. So I know you don't like Enzo, but I feel like after Enzo left... The cruiser rate was kind of lost. Please for unmic a minute. me. <laughs> it was kind of lost for a minute. We're not going to talk about Intel. Mm, I smell a couple haters.
0: <laughs> mm. So the match, <laughs> <laughs> the match that I really liked, was added on it on Thursday. The Thursday before WrestleMania, we had the revival versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Now this match was really good. Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder used to team up back in the day as the major bros. And maybe I'm aging myself. I know a lot of people have started watching wrestling recently. But when I started watching, they were with Edge. They were tag team champions. I really liked them. And then they both went their separate ways and now they're a tag team again. Lowe's
1: been watching wrestling for a substantially longer amount than I have. Yes. So if I come on here and I'm like, I'm spitting my knowledge. Yep. yep. So as many of
0: you guys probably know already, Kurt Dawkins was on his losing streak, 269 matches.
1: Two hundred sixty nine. That's almost a year. Yeah. Okay. So statistically, he did have to win eventually. Right. I'm glad he won at WrestleMania. Yeah. Zack
0: Ryder, great weekend. He proposed to his longtime girlfriend Aww. NXT superstar Chelsea Green, who she's currently injured. But I can't wait for her to get back in the ring. I'm biased. Sorry. <laughs> there were a couple spots in the match where you thought Revival was going to win, and then Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder picked up the win, and it was just such a great moment. I wish that would have been on the actual show, but I'm just gonna sip my wine. A moment of the night that I will never forget in my life. I I feel like that was very dramatic. I'm
1: excited. Your whole life. No, I get it. I get it. When I was sitting there,
0: we're watching Elias perform. Three Eliases at once. That was a bit much.
1: I was was kind of, you know, yawning during this. Yawning? Yawning. Hmm. Elias is the future. Okay, I'm just gonna Walk throw that Elias. out there. Someone walks with Elias. Yes, I
0: do. Wherever he wants to go. <laughs> I hope it's to a championship ring. <laughs> You'll lane. follow
1: him to the end of the world. That's
0: very deep. I wouldn't follow him to the end of the world. The end of the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah, the end yeah. of the ring. Yeah. Elias is performing, and then there was a plot twist, a big plot twist in this.
0: <laughs> that was very loud. <laughs> My coffee just kicked in. <laughs> Then, like, this weird graphic comes up on the screen of the New York Yankees. It's a black and white, and I'm like, oh, my God, is it CM Punk? I don't know why I thought it was CM Punk. That was, like, my first thought, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, frozen. And then the Thugonomics theme starts playing, and I'm like, Phew. You're like, I goodbye. Was, this is great. I was like, this is, what? What is going on? I love wrestling. Yes, like, I was just This was, is why we watch wrestling for moments like this. John Cena did not look a day over 41. He is 41. I checked. <laughs> He looked like he did when he debuted with his jeans yes. shorts, his little jersey. He came out there, he spit some bars, and then he left. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the interview that he gave stating that he feels like his WrestleMania presence isn't really needed anymore because WWE has so many superstars now that are so popular and so talented that they don't need John Cena on the car to sell tickets. How do you feel about that?
1: So I definitely get what he means, and maybe he's not necessarily needed, but he's wanted. He comes out, he wrestles great. He has moments like this that just stop the show. And they did sell out the whole stadium mm-hmm. without anyone even knowing that he was coming. Right. But I feel like this was for the people who have been watching wrestling for a little bit longer. Of course, a
0: lot of people online were saying, I feel like I'm five again. Because John Cena had this gimmick so long ago. It's been since 2002. Yes, I loved it. I hope he comes back. Well, what do you think about his statement? (sighs) John Cena's getting older. He's 41 now. You know, when you get up to a certain age as a wrestler, the Undertaker is in his 50s, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Kane is... A little bit younger than him, you have Triple H. Um, Shawn Michaels occasionally, all these older guys. I also thought of Scott Steiner, which I honestly don't know how old he is, but he is old. (laughs) Sorry, Scott, if you're listening. But (laughs) when you're an older superstar, it's really hard to come back from injury. I know an Undertaker, when he was performing every WrestleMania, every time after he got out the ring and when he came to the ring, people were just like, just retire already. I don't want John Cena to be like that. John Cena has been a top player in the WWE for so many years now his merch has been selling Mm -hmm. people will say he sucks or whatever but the numbers don't lie i think he's getting to a point where he's about to like hand over the baton to someone because he's just
1: getting older like he can't he knows that i think that he's aware he knows that he doesn't want to be like these other right unlike other wrestlers it's like they just can't hang up the boots i feel like
0: eventually he'll kind of turn into the rock where he'll go into hollywood because he's done so many films already
1: but we'll see yeah we'll see but I have to throw this in here. I just have to. So you said you'll walk with Elias anywhere, but the doctor of thugonomics, John Cena, said WWE is not walk with Elias. It's wasted wrestling experiments. Anyway, let's get to the main event. (laughs) I I had to throw that in there. I had to. I see we're being shady today. A little bit, a little bit. Women's main event.
0: Let's start off with Charlotte Flair's entrance. That was one of your top moments of the night. It
1: was. She had such a good entrance. So there were a couple good entrances during this. But I'm going to put hers at number one. I believe she was number one, too. The helicopter. The helicopter. I and don't... she just looks so good in that helicopter. She was like, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to win. <laughs> I mean, it didn't work out. But. That's because she has Andrade waiting for her at home. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> now and she's who's shady.
0: <laughs> I'm not being shady. Did you not see the Hall of Fame? She was like, this is our coming out. And she was like, he picked out my outfit. She was like, black and white, mommy. I'm like, girl. <laughs> You're
1: Get like, it. oh yeah, Charlotte. This match, yes, had Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. The so man. we were both on Becky Lynch's side for this, right? Yes, Becky. This whole
0: feud has been brewing for just so long. You know, Becky had won the Royal Rumble and then she got arrested mm-hmm. and then Charlotte got added to the match. Ronda was pissed this whole and time. Becky she, and Becky got
1: dropped from the match.
0: And then she got dropped from the match. Then she got added back into the match. Yes. It's like, honestly, if you miss a week of Raw, you're gonna not be you're on not the same know page. you not anything. Ronda was pissed this whole time. Her and Becky are going back and forth on Twitter. Charlotte's barely getting involved. So, everyone's excited about this match. They announced about a week or two before that this is the first women's match in history to main event this is a big deal mm-hmm. i don't care how you feel about charlotte flair or becky lynch or ronda rousey at the end of the day this is a huge accomplishment for the women in wwe who have been working their asses off to be on the main event to have matches longer than five minutes i remember when i first started watching women were on tv for like five minutes max
1: yeah it was amazing to see a match that was longer than five minutes and it was like good match too it was a good match so what were your thoughts of start to finish everything
0: loved charlotte flair's entrance as we said it was like a homage to her dad Mm -hmm. he had done a helicopter before becky's entrance i kind of expected more i just expected more in general from her ronda's was okay i mean she had a a live performer she had joan jett perform for her so what else could they have done for her except light the whole place right. with fireworks <laughs> this match had the same problem as the other matches of the night with the tables not breaking we saw it in Batista's match we saw it in a couple other matches where they had either gone through a wooden table or the announced table and it did not break and you're kind of sitting there like mm, what's going on there there was a spot in the match where Rhonda tossed out of the ring and it looked like she actually hurt her neck
1: they dropped her. I don't think that that was supposed to happen. I don't know if it was supposed to happen. So I'm not the biggest fan of Rhonda. Girl, your shirt for our promo said that's rowdy. True. That is true. Okay, mm-hmm. good point. You got me there. You guys but see this? Did she deserve everything that they did to her? <laughs> dropped her.
0: Well, you did see that they were saying online that the ending of the match was not what it was supposed to mm-hmm. be. Now I was seeing today that the ref, that referee the match was fined because right. he counted and Ronda's shoulders burned down.
1: They were down for two, I think.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter about this match. Ronda was pissed. I mean, what's what's surprising about that? I'm sorry to throw shade at Ronda, but what's surprising about that? It seems like she's always mad. I had seen something where Becky confirmed that Rhonda's wrist was broken. Mm -hmm. I don't know when that happened, but it happened.
1: So I wonder if they are going to have a rematch. I saw online that they are setting
0: up for WrestleMania 36 to have Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. Okay. They want to give Ronda a year off to go pop out a baby and live is that her really life. The reason? That is what I saw online. I don't remember the website, but they said that Ronda feels like this is the time for her to go have a kid, and then she's going to come back in a year and wrestle.
1: Okay. We'll see if that actually happens. I mean, also her wrist needs to recover, so right. this match couldn't happen anytime soon. No we'll get into it when we cover raw and smackdown from this week you know becky
0: already has some other competition she does she does people have
1: stepped up and people have stepped up they want her they titles. want her titles
0: becky two titles yeah they're gonna take one of them or yep. both of them i mean we'll see let's get into our predictions okay let's see how many we got right okay i'm ready. winner takes all main event who did you think was gonna win becky
1: I, yes, Becky. I was Becky all the way. So, they called it WrestleMania.
0: Yes, so <laughs> one and one. Okay. Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. I had Brock, so I'll take the L there. And you had. Yes, I had Seth. Okay, you're winning. WWE Championship match. I had Kofi. Kofi, of okay, course. We're of on course. the same page. You're still up one. No holds barred. I, I wanted Batista to win. I knew he wouldn't win, I knew this was his last match, but something inside of me was like, he's going to win. So I'll take the L.
1: I had a feeling it was going to be Triple H uh-huh. just because Batista, it was his last match. Yeah. and Well, he didn't publicly announce this was his last right. match, but... But also, if Triple H lost, he would he have retired. Done. Yes. So, that's why I kind of had that feeling.
0: Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle. I had a little inkling that Baron Corbin, a.k.a. the Olive Garden <laughs> manager, would win, and he did win.
1: Yeah. You thought I he would win? I thought Kurt Angle was going to win just because... Again, last That's a storytell ending. They didn't want they him of that. They didn't want a fairy
0: tale ending for this one. They no. wanted
1: they him wanted to put over to be
0: someone before he left. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon and The Miz. I thought The Miz was going to win.
1: I also thought The Miz was going to win. I think everyone thought The Miz was going to win. And when they suplexed off that thing, I that wish- wasn't the ending everyone was hoping for.
0: <laughs> I agree. I wish Maurice wasn't pregnant so she could have gotten involved. Yeah. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre.
1: This is your match. What did you think?
0: My match. Your match. I didn't like this match. I was kind of surprised I didn't like it. I kind of figured Roman was going to win, and I was hoping Roman would win, since this was his first match back from his cancer remission. I'm glad he won. It was a very emotional match at the end. Who did you think was going to win?
1: I thought that... I thought Roman was going to win. Yeah. And like Renee said during this match... Roman wasn't just fighting for himself. He was fighting for everyone who's ever struggled with an illness. For all the children that he was with. My like my heart. That's why I think he won. He wanted this more. He wanted to prove that he's back. Right. That... The big dog is back. The big dog is back. AJ Styles
0: and Randy Orton. This was not... I didn't like this match. Um, no, I, thought, I didn't choose anyone for this
1: match. Okay. I chose AJ. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm not a big fan of Randy Orton. I think that he's a little too cocky right now. Well, you know, I don't know what to say to that.
0: I I don't have any words. Like, I agree. We'll see. He's a great performer in the ring. He is a
1: great performer.
0: Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. I also did not pick a winner for this one. I blinked
1: and this match was over. It was
0: sad. It was. Samoa Joe had the the upper hand Mm -hmm. because Rey was... I think Ray was still injured from last week when okay. they announced that he had an ankle injury. But yeah. I they didn't cleared pick them. someone for this either, but... And then we had um, the Iconics, Bailey and Sasha, Natalya and Beth Phoenix, Nia Jackson, and Tamina Snuka. I, I think we both agree on this one. We didn't have a clear winner for this match because this match was showcased in a way where you had no idea who was going to win, which I really loved about it because it added suspense to it. Yeah. You're like, who's going to win this? So I didn't choose
1: anyone. They were I all such good competitors. I would have
0: been fine with either of them. I kind of, I kind of would have been a little bit salty if they chose Nia Jackson Tamina just because they're choosing the people with like the
1: like the upper hand. Almost. The upper hand,
0: yeah, to win the match. But that's just me. I love me some Nia though. Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. I had Finn. for th-
1: I also had Finn for that one. Great. The Demon. The Demon. His
0: entrance. His entrance was pretty good. I thought his match was going to get cut. I was very scared. And then we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, The Usos versus Alistair Black and Ricochet, The
1: Bar, and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. So I had a feeling that The Bar and Shinsuke and Rusev weren't going to be the winners. I Hmm. thought that it was going to be between Alistair and The Usos. Alistair and Ricochet and The Usos. Alistair and Ricochet and The Usos. And they all put up a pretty good fight. They did. You probably knew this. Alistair Black and Ricochet competed last week on raw
0: like the week before WrestleMania mm-hmm. for the raw tag team championships yep. then in NXT they on takeover they faced off for those championship and then they've been busy three titles and they didn't win either three which i mean okay i get it but to be in those type of matches when you're on the main roster for a couple months now that's a huge deal like they have so much trust behind them already
1: they're really good competitors they and are. so i see something happening Soon with them winning. Raw Tag
0: Team Championships, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus the Revival. I went for Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Did you have. I didn't choose anyone for this okay. one, actually. I kind of was pushing for Dash Wilder after his antics from the Hall of Fame. Right. But, you know, I really wanted Ryder and Hawkins to win. I'm glad they did. Andre the
1: Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Did you have a picked winner for this one? I didn't have a picked winner. Okay. But I am glad that I watched this to see heavy machinery do the caterpillar during the (laughs) match. (laughs) Probably my favorite moment from the kickoff show, to be quite honest. I didn't have a picked winner
0: either. I just did not want it to be anyone from SNL. Good point, good point. Cruiserweight championship with Tony Neese and Buddy Murphy. Did you have a win- picked person for that one? I was going to go
1: for Buddy Murphy.
0: Okay, I was going for Tony. Okay. I just wanted to
1: see something new. Good point.
0: And finally, the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Who did you think was going to win?
1: I'm glad Carmella won. I wasn't sure who was going to come up on
0: top. I wanted Asuka to win. She deserved better. She shouldn't have lost her title two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. That was very she strong. She hasn't been getting what she deserves, I think. Like, that's, that's another story. Yep, <laughs> that <laughs> is,
0: yeah, that's a, definitely a different story for another day. Yes. Haley has been keeping track
1: this whole time. Let us know who won. Was it me or was it you this time? So we tied. We tied. We tied. I know. Crazy. Seven to seven. Wow. I think it's because we didn't choose some people for some matches. So it just balanced out.
0: Better luck next time that one of us actually wins. Right. What
1: are we going to do when we win? We'll figure it out when we win. We'll figure it out.
0: (laughs) I wanted to bring up something I saw on Twitter about WrestleMania, which really stood out to me this whole week before we recorded. A lot of people were talking about how long WrestleMania was, Mm -hmm. with the pre-show along with the actual shows around uh, like six and a half hours, which is a long time. Like combined. Yes, that's a a lot of wine to go through. (laughs) A lot of people have been wondering what it would be like to have a WrestleMania that takes place over two days, So one day would probably be like three hours and the next day would be three hours. How do you feel about that? Because I have an opinion on it, but I want to hear what you have to say.
1: In theory, sounds great. But I don't think it would work out because the fans, would they have to buy two-day tickets? They're already there. They're committed to being there. And I don't think that they'd want to come back. Because did you see the picture where it was like so many people standing outside waiting for for Ubers? Yeah, they were
0: outside for hours.
1: Exactly. So I don't think that they would want to deal with that twice. It would work out for viewers at home, Mm -hmm. but for ticket sales and all of that, I don't think it would work.
0: So here's my thing. WWE has this long event list for their week of WrestleMania. They have access, they have signings, they have all types of stuff. So to put a two-day WrestleMania in... Yes, it would be smarter because the fans would be more lively when compared to a six-hour show if they have two days with three-hour shows. But you're also cutting down on other events that could be going on that weekend. So let's say they put it on Saturday and Sunday. You're missing out on the Hall of Fame. You're going to have to rearrange your schedule for that. Mm -hmm. And if they split it up to where it's like, okay, well, we're going to put the Hall of Fame and TakeOver on the same day, then people are choosing between which one they're watching. I also think with the whole transportation thing, that was definitely unorganized. Not planning, yeah. I don't know.
1: A lot of people are
0: for the two days, but are you really? You yeah. know how tired you are after going to WrestleMania, Raw, and SmackDown? That's three events. Imagine people that go all weekend. They are yeah, right. so tired.
1: And the momentum is already going through the one show. Right. It's like rolling. They have... It all planned out. Yeah. So things keep happening. No one's going to be bored during the show, ideally, right? If it was broken up into two days, they would have to start that all over. Well, did you see how it was when they were there That for
0: that whole six hours? The crowd was dead mm-hmm. by the time the main event happened. Right. and th- And that shouldn't have happened, in my opinion. Also depends on how they rearranged their matches, which I think would have probably woken the crowd up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I was thinking this while I was watching – Rhonda was so mad because she waited in Gorilla for six hours. (laughs) She was back there just fuming. She's like, I'm going to get out there and kick their asses. And then she's like, six
1: hours later. Okay, I don't need an app. You were live tweeting. Did you notice a change in what people had to say? like from when it started, their excitement to... People were tired. I was yeah. tired.
0: You want to see the the end match because it's been hyped up so much and it was such a historic thing that if you went to bed and you woke up the next day, you would have been pissed if you yeah. you woke up and someone that you wanted to win and didn't, which a lot of people were. A lot of people stayed up that night even after WrestleMania because they were like, what the hell was that finish? People were right. so mad. At the end of the day, I feel like if WWE puts out a six-hour pay-per-view people are going to find a way to still watch it. If you're at home, you're going to break it up into pieces. If you're live, you're going to sit through it. I doubt that many people left after six hours.
1: Since WrestleMania was six hours long, Mm -hmm. what do you think they could have maybe left out?
0: (sighs) Well, this makes me so sad to say. Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley definitely had the death spot. And I think that their match was so close to getting cut because when I was watching, I asked. I was like, Did their match get cut? Because the match before it, it was so long. And you're just sitting there and you're like, okay, they must have canceled the match. And then finally Finn comes out and you feel so bad because you knew they were going to cut his match down. Because they wanted as much time as possible for that main event. They could have cut that match, sadly. I'm glad he won the title, but they could have cut that match. Probably put it on Raw.
1: I think maybe anything that wasn't necessarily a title match. I actually disagree with
0: that because... A lot of the matches that they have at WrestleMania aren't title matches. Mm -hmm. I think of a couple that come up in my head, like a lot of the Undertaker matches. His WrestleMania reign, I can think of at least five that there was no title for. Could you imagine going to WrestleMania, sitting there, and they cut an Undertaker match? Because it's not for a title. I feel like whenever someone thinks of WrestleMania, now it's a little bit different. But, you know, a couple years ago, when you think of WrestleMania, you're thinking Undertaker's going to be there. That's a guaranteed match. It doesn't matter if he has a title on him because he usually didn't because he was only around for WrestleMania months. So like February to March, April.
1: You made a good point there. So what matches do you think they should have cut? Samoa Joe's match wasn't long enough that I think it like really made a difference. But yeah, AJ and Randy, I think they could have moved that to like one of their weekly shows.
0: Do you think, all in all, the six and a half or six hours that it was, do you think that it would be worth watching again? Like, Would you go out of your way on the WWE Network to watch it, all in its entirety?
1: In its entirety, no. I would watch portions of it again, and I definitely will watch parts of it. I don't know. I feel like most people who are watching this after the fact maybe are going to skip through more of the talking portions. That like makes where sense. where Alexa Bliss comes out, where Carmella and our truth come out.
0: I definitely would skip Hulk Hogan's part.
1: But that's another story. From my standpoint,
0: um, I agree with you to an extent, but I also feel like there's nothing like watching a WrestleMania in its entirety. First podcast episode in the books, WrestleMania Line Down. Yes, WrestleMania 35. How yes, exciting. It was very exciting. We want to thank all of our supporters. It has been so amazing to see all of the support that we've had on Twitter, Instagram, email, face-to-face contact. It's just amazing, don't you? We think? We want to hear
1: from you guys. We too. do. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at wwdcast. That is w w d c a s t and as always you can find us on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts all of the above all of them we
0: will be dropping new episodes every saturday until next time enjoy your wine and of course enjoy your wrestling cheers